guys. Big episode of the Norris Podcast. The Vikings are back. They're the unluckiest team in the NFL. We talk about the in-season tournament and our high hopes for the Timberwolves. Here we go. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Oh, I'm very well, man. And how are you? Hey, I'm good. It was kind of a it was a, it was it was a little more of an off week on on sports because we didn't have a Vikings game and the Wolves uh, weren't making a run in the tournament. But that doesn't mean mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of fun sports news to talk about. We got the heat. We do. Bro. I mean, it doesn't matter what's happening out there. It's we what's got, happening in here right now. <laughs> we have lots of good stuff for you guys today, and we're going to tell you why you should be excited and maybe why you shouldn't be about a couple of things that are happening <laughs> in the state of Minnesota. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast, and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. All right, Jim, what are we drinking here tonight? All right, man. So we're at our friend's Modest, right? I'd, yep. I'd say maybe our best brewery friends at I this think point. So. I mean, yeah. my buddy Potts has worked there forever, and they're always so nice. Uh, this is their Malo Noir, double marshmallow vanilla bean lager. It's a dark lager. It's got a little sweetness. I love a little this. Roast. It's so good. All it's the Malo like stuff easy is drinking. for me. All of it. Dude. Out of all the craziness and wacky ingredients that people were doing for a while, yeah, Malo can stick. It can. It's it, a nice uh, ingredient. It just adds like a, a lightness to it and a sweetness to it. I don't. I think it's just vanilla, right? Probably. But it tastes like marshmallow. That's like I the know, idea. Maybe, yeah, I think maybe. that's the idea. But yeah, like, I don't think they're like dumping marshmallow fluff in there. No, so maybe but it, it, it kind of tastes like that. And so, like, I really find myself liking this. And it always it it doesn't get in the way of a good beer. It just like is a mellow kind of sweetness on top of it. I mm. I love this. I like it. I like this beer. Well done, Modest. Appreciate you. Yeah, well done. All right, here we go. Um, as always, we start during football season with the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. This team is now on a two-game losing streak, a really disastrous performance on Monday Night Football against the Bears that we documented in great detail last yes, week. Yes, yes. Looks like Josh Dobbs will still get the start this week, which I think is a surprise. And how do you know that? Is that um, just what like is coming out of? I mean, yeah. camp. I, they just now got back That's, together, didn't they? Yeah, word on the street is okay. Josh Dobbs will be playing. Well, I guess they think that gives them their best chance to win now. Yeah, I don't know. This is the season from hell. I, we talked about it a couple. <laughs> we, we talked about it the other day. I said this is like my least favorite Viking season ever, and. I know everyone probably was like, man, he's being so dramatic. You, but, you are, man. That's fine. And but that, I, I just, I really don't like the season. I just, I, I, I read the NFL script mm-hmm. and it, it was a bad one for us this year because this is what's going to happen. Obviously we miss out on Justin Jefferson trying to set a bunch of records. We yep. lost a bunch of games early when we didn't think we should, thought maybe we should tank. Then we got red hot, got hope and started saying, you know what? Maybe we believe. Oh, Kirk Cousins could have been in the MVP conversation, blows out his Achilles. Jefferson is out. Cousins is out. It's time to tank. But no, we trade for Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs <laughs> comes in, and there's magic instantly. We win a game, two games in a row. Yeah. And we Everyone's think we've like, solved a lot man, of problems. Maybe here. we can do this. And then Josh Dobbs turns back into a pumpkin, 
and we literally have no hope. If we do make the playoffs, our most likely opponent right now is either the 49ers or the Eagles. <laughs> we know this how those go. This is a disaster. We definitely know how it goes when we play the Eagles. So I fucking hate the if Eagles, you guys, man. if you guys don't like to know what's going to happen in the future, turn off now and come back in one minute because I read the NFL script. I'm actually going to do that myself because I don't want to know, so you talk for a second. I'm just going to not listen. I am going to tell you guys what happens in the NFL season this year. The Vikings are going to go into their Week 17 game against the Green Bay Packers. Winner gets into the playoffs. Loser is out in Minnesota. Okay? It's on, like, New Year's Eve or something. Okay, I'm listening, actually. Okay. So we're going to go into that game. Winner's in. Loser's out. And the Pack are going to beat us in Minnesota to knock us out of the playoffs. (laughs) Then the following week, after the Packers are in and we're out, we're going to play the Lions, who will have wrapped up the three seed and will have a meaningless game that they're trying to get healthy for the playoffs. And then the Vikings will beat the Lions (laughs) on the road just to add insult to injury. And we'll have the worst possible pick in the draft, which I believe is 20th. Yep. For a team that didn't make the playoffs, will be the 20th team in the draft the worst the team worst building place you can land possible spot you can be going into an offseason that we have to figure out quarterback a lot we have to figure out quarterback and we have JJ, to figure out yeah. justin jefferson contract we have to figure out daniel hunter contract we have to figure out if kirk cousins comes back we have every single question mark and we're going to go into that season off of the back of an eight and nine season where we narrowly missed the playoffs and realize that this was all just one big cruel sick joke you know what? I get why the NFL keeps doing this to us and, and writing these scripts for us. Yes. It's because we're too good of fans. And so we don't demand a lot. We no. don't really need them to go deep. And we're not, I mean, we're a popular team. Um, and, you know, you've, you've detailed that. But don't they want the Cowboys and, you know, the 49ers and all those teams to do better, right? So they're going to write better scripts for them. And they also know that they don't need to, make us that good because even if we suck, we're going to be supported. So it's kind of like, you know what? We'll put them in the middle. Um, They don't need to get better. We don't need them to get worse. Let's just keep them right there, baby. Sweet spot. They're still making us money. Right in the middle always. And then the thing is, is that Minnesota fans, we are great fans, but we are suckers because Minnesota fans are the butt of every joke because instead of ever being bad, we, we demand that the team is always trying their hardest. Right. I want to tank just one time, please. (laughs) I will live through the worst season ever with a smile on my face so long as we can go get the big quarterback just one time in my life. And I'm sorry, but like, want to know who did that strategy? The Timberwolves. Yeah. And I mean, they kind of did that for 20 years. Yeah, they did. They did it a lot of times. Yeah. And they got, you know, they got their their decent guy in Towns, and then they went out and got they did it again. Their big franchise QB in yeah. Anthony Edwards. And look at them now. And now look at them now. They're contenders. And and honestly, if you had to pick a team in the NBA that was going to contend over the next few years, I, I probably would pick OKC. To right. be honest. Oh yeah. They just have I mean, so many assets. They have so really many young players, and, and SGA they're already is amazing. Yeah. Top ten for sure. They just probably are the team I would pick. Yeah. But. I think the Wolves are in the conversation right behind them with teams like Boston and um, 
I wouldn't say the Bucks, right? Because like probably not the Bucks. Yeah, I would say Lillard the Giannis is older. Is, is not going to stay for too. We don't longer. know exactly where that's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think like for the foreseeable future, and anything can happen in the NBA, and guys can want to leave. Uh, you know, at any hurt, time they can want to leave. All these things can happen. But yes. I will say, I do think that the Wolves are in a great spot, and the the Vikings are never in that spot. It's like they're always chasing the the Wolf or the Vikings are kind of like the Miami Heat if they didn't ever win titles. They're always chasing the older guys and the fix it now players. Yeah, and I just think like that strategy, it can be exciting, and I know the the Vikings fans appreciate that, but I, I do think that like every once in a while you gotta you you have to like build the right way. Yeah, and we've tried it with Randall Cunningham and Brad Johnson and um, uh, Brett Favre and. Sam Bradford and Donovan McNabb mm-hmm. and Kirk wow. Cousins and like the list goes on and on and on of like bringing in veteran guys and being like and we're going to win the Super Bowl now. It's like right. no cuz no, those guys not. would be on a different team if they were <laughs> yeah. going to win a Super Bowl now. Out of that list, have any of those guys won a Super Bowl? I, I was trying to think. think Brett Favre. Brett Favre did. did. Yeah. yeah. But but, it, he, but well we before. got him when he was at the end of his career, the last two he years, he was in his way career. more interested in dick pics and Crocs at the yeah. time we got him. Yes, he was, and and, and like stealing from poor people. Steal? Oh God, yes. Well, just funneling that those yes. funds right up into his buddies' colleges, which yeah. is perfect. So to me, I just think like this season, I, I get it. I'm going to watch the games. I know oh, you're yeah. like you're going to go to a bunch. I'll of be games at the or... games. I'll be at all the rest of the home games. I'll be watching all the games. I love the Vikings. But Did you get that JJ jersey? Are you hoping to get it for Christmas? I have one. Oh, okay. So you got it. Yeah. So you did that too. I just wanted to add that to the fact. I love this that team. You, you have earned the right to complain about them. Yeah. I love this team. Season tickets, all the jerseys, all the gear, a podcast that talks about them. I love the Mostly. Vikings. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think like we would all be better off if we would have just been like, you know, this not our year. Yep. Not Let's just year. enjoy our Sundays. You can watch if you yeah. want. You don't have to. I would have been. I would have been cool if, if KOC would have been like, "We aren't going to play a quarterback the rest of the year. We're going to play Alexander Madison as the <laughs> Wildcat quarterback the rest of the year. We won't throw the ball again." If we did that, we would win like six of seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, are they changing yes. the game? They're changing football forever. And, and then the minute, immediately. and then the minute you would start believing, you'd say, "I love this strategy." Then yep. they'd break your heart. Yep. Because it's a sick joke. <laughs> <laughs> so they are three-point favorites at Las Vegas mm. this week. And so you think they're going to win? <sighs> yes, because I want them to lose now. Right. And I would say other than maybe once or twice this year, they have done the opposite of what I wanted in every game. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to lose at this point. They're not a playoff team. We all know that. Um, that means they're We still have – so right now we have this – what, 50% chance or something? Like 41% Whatever, now. yeah, okay, so it's down a little bit now. Um, and the Packers are more like 55 or something yeah. chance. And the Packers have like the easiest schedule in the league left, I believe. Yeah. And they're hot. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. yeah, Jordan loves playing well, although we could talk about that if, yeah. you, if you want to. So Packers, red hot. Yeah. They look like they're going to be a playoff team. So I, I have some interesting things for you guys. First mm-hmm. up, um, when it comes to this this stat, this luck stat. So that is like a combination of intercepted passes, dropped passes, fumbles and fumble recoveries, penalties, field goals, and extra points. Like all the kind of plays that are a little less in your control or that has some kind of like, you know, it could go either way, kind of like bounce of the ball kind of things. Yeah. In the last three years, 
uh, that would be 32 times three teams. The Packers are on pace to be the luckiest team in the NFL over the last three years, one of 96. The Vikings, on the other hand, are on pace to be the least lucky team over that time, 96 of 96. That means pretty much every bounce has gone against us. And I know people will say, well, isn't that like last year when we won all of those one-score games? We won those despite all those fucking bad bounces is what happened. We would have won comfortably by two scores instead. <laughs> it, it, I'm sure we were a luckier team last year, obviously, because yeah. it can't get worse than the worst. But uh, <laughs> it, it was not it wasn't it's not the same stat. We're not talking about winning close games. We're saying just who which team was lucky and which one wasn't. Um, the Packers have been the luckiest team. The Vikings have been the least lucky team. They're six and six. We're six and six. I know the Packers are playing well. I think they'll make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but ever needs to calm down a little bit. Yeah, they're they're they like, eat the Packers of old. This Jordan Love is about to get a disgusting contract. That maybe I'll eat these words in ten years when he's the next Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but I think. But you need to speak these words. I think he's going to get like four years, like forty-two or forty-three million a year should be like more money than Cousins has ever made. Yeah. And I think that might be a mistake. Yeah. But they'll give it to him. I, they're going to have to. Because he's, he's got one year left on his deal after this. This yeah. is the offseason they're going to have to pay I mean, he started out rough, and we were yeah. sort of reveling in, he was yeah, pretty bad he's not for about the guy. What the are they going to do? Um, but since then, I, you know, he's looked okay. He's built, I'd say good. Over the last four games, he's looked really good. Yeah. But that's a fourth-year guy on a four-game streak of good play. This is not like he's some rookie quarter. I mean, we yeah. all like to pretend he's like a, a rookie, but this is his fourth year. He's he's been in the league for a while. I know he hasn't had the opportunities to start, but he's been here for a while. He's played like four really good games in a row. I'd be scared to give him a big deal. Mm-hmm. It would be like Daniel Jones. He got he got four years, a hundred and sixty million, and he's not starting, is he? He's out They're... with a knee injury. Okay, so he would be, but he's but not he's anything stunk. special. He stunk yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I just think I think the Packers are on pace to have to make a tough choice like that with with uh, Jordan Love. Oh, they'll get lucky. They'll get lucky. Yeah. All right. Well, Watson will like demand a trade, and then he'll go there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I literally okay. So we're gonna I, get, I, peek behind the curtain here. Okay. Yeah. Eric is wildly signaling to me. <laughs> And he's, I thought he's saying, I have to pee. I have to pee. I have, I'm like, well, what are we going to do? Do you want to pause it? He was telling me to go into the MVP talk. Yeah, so yeah. Here is my, <laughs> here's my question. Um, I'm curious on your thoughts right now. Like, what is the race for MVP looking like in the NFL? And follow-up question, do you actually have to pee? No, I don't know. Okay. Right. Um, okay, what is the race looking like right now? Yeah, I want to know. Like, sad. Is it, is, yeah, is it? It's nobody's a running sad away with it? year for the what MVP. What about Tyreek Hill? So right now, your favorites for the MVP are um, Dak Prescott. Okay. And Brock Purdy. Which is kind of sad because we all sort of consider him like maybe above average, but on an amazing scheme. Yeah, Brock Purdy is like... He's in the perfect position in the perfect team with the best coach, with the best roster on the best team, and he's doing every his job well. But I don't think anyone thinks he's the league's most valuable player. Yeah. If if he's the most valuable player, they should give it to a coach. <laughs> okay. That's the that's a right. fact. That that's a good point. I'm not right. saying that this dude he's doing everything and more that they could have asked for the last pick in the draft. Everything and more. 
He has been remarkable. So I'm not here to be a Brock Purdy hater. Okay. He's been remarkable for where they picked him. He's been absolutely incredible at football for where they picked him. But this dude is not like some superstar franchise quarterback. He is like a fringe top 10 quarterback, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, I would say he's maybe around 10th. I mean, he's not as good as Kirk Cousins. So he's he's the number two for, favorite. For ranking quarterbacks this year, is Dak Prescott playing the best? Like, stats-wise, would people rank him as the best? I mean, I I, I thought it was uh, Josh Allen, but then he keeps throwing all these picks, and he, they're not winning a lot. So we're, where are we at? Um, so I did see some stuff from Ben Solak today. Yeah. Um, he was ranking a bunch of quarterbacks on the ringer and he, they, their current answer and his current answer is that the best quarterback in football is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Then Lamar Jackson, then Dak Prescott. Okay. So they think Dak has been fantastic. Justin Herbert, which is shocking because he's been pretty rough, but that's what the ringer has right now. Josh Allen at five, Jalen Hurts at six, CJ Stroud at seven. Um, that's Trevor Lawrence at eight, Matthew Stafford at nine, and Kyler Murray at 10. They have all those dudes ahead of Brock Purdy. Yeah. So, and ahead of Tua. Um, the next guys on the list, so Dak Prescott, then then um, Purdy, mm-hmm. then it's Mahomes, then it's Hurts, Mahomes, and Tua. Okay. That's a pretty sad list because all these guys are not having a great year. To me, this will not happen, but I think that the MVP race should be down to two players at this point. Yeah. And I think those two players should be Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That's who I think. It won't ever be them because they'll be like... Did Christian McCaffrey ever win it? When's the last running back that won it? Adrian Peterson. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. That was the last time. It it just doesn't happen. There are not running backs or receivers who win the MVP. This is the year to do it. There are no quarterbacks who are playing great this year. Yeah, and we're halfway through, and you could still come through. Yeah, is that true? No one has 30 touchdowns yet. Oh, wow. This has been a pretty bad year for quarterback play. Okay. Um, a lot of the key guys have gotten injured. Guys yeah, have been inconsistent. Even Trevor Lawrence now got hurt, yep. right? And he's out for a while. He's probably out until the playoffs. Oh, shit. I mean, it, this, is, this is a crazy year. I think that I would give it to Tyreek Hill. He has his team as the one seed, and he's on pace to break the most yards in a single season by a receiver. He is a game-breaking player. Yeah. He just dominates games with his speed and his athleticism. I think he's the most valuable player in the whole league. Did you hear about this thing with his friend that was a photographer? This, this, and he got fired. Yeah. Yeah. The friend got fired. Dude, kind of a cool story. So like this kid, he was like a TikToker. He's like this kind of nerdy white kid was like somehow worked his way up to be getting, doing these special promos with like big athletes. Right. And he finally like is living his dream by getting this credential to film and make content for the NFL at games. Right. And over this amount of time, he makes friends with Tyree kill. They're like buddies. And so he's, he's filming and Tyree kill runs into the end zone, scores a touchdown, grabs his phone, does a backflip and gives the phone back. And he's thinking like, well, this is the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. Like my friend fucking Tyree kill just did this. Yeah. So he like grabs his phone. He's happy. He's like runs back to go post it. And the league's like, no, that was too unprofessional. You're, you're losing your credential. You're fired and you're getting like fine. (laughs) 
The NFL hates fun. They hate fun, dude. I, it just feels horrible. So, yeah, apparently Tyreek Hill's going to pay his, his fine. And, you know, there's a campaign to get this poor kid back living his dream. Yeah. Come, come on, on come on, NFL. And Tyreek Hill's like, dude, that's my friend. Like, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to get in trouble for that. Like, NFL hates fun. Like, unless it was, if that was um, J.J. Watt yeah. or something, they'd be like, oh, he's so funny. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was Travis Kelsey who did that. Everyone, They'd be think it was great. Yeah, that's a good boy. The NFL loves <laughs> their white star players <laughs> so much. They They're do. like, how much personality? Let's get some cameras on like, how them. Many, how much personality does Travis Kelsey have? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the second that any non-white player does anything, it's a penalty. It's like, dude, go interview Cam Newton. The dude's a wild card. He's always saying crazy shit. People are trying to have fun, and they're just worried about, like keeping the game traditional yeah so, so i hate interesting this story this so okay so i also i agree uh tyree kill like you said he's a cheat code and it's been fun to watch so I, yeah i'm pulling for him but we'll see maybe one of these quarterbacks that isn't doesn't have their knees and ankles blown up will yeah. uh like really pull away from the pack all right here we go we you think we're going to the you have to pee now or are you good no i'm going okay, okay just check all right so you think we are uh, going to the wolves but first we're going to go to an even bigger team and that's Gopher football. Wow. <laughs> In this state, uh, it might be. Gopher football. I haven't earned it either. Gopher football. They get their big bowl game. They are playing in the Quick Lane Bowl yep. against Bowling Green. Yeah, the the Quick Lane Bowling So it's December 26th. Um, I know what you're going to say. Eric, are you going to watch it? Hell no, I'm not watching that. What are you doing on the 26th? I probably just watching Premier League uh, Boxing Day. Oh hell yeah! The leftovers, you're right. uh, playing with all my new toys, and <laughs> watching Premier League. I, I love that you said that. Just absolutely dead serious. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope you do get fun toys. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll get you some kind of. I don't know what that might be. I really don't yet. But now I'm going to get you some kind of like toy you can play with the day after Christmas. Well, thank you. Yep. Um, so we did find out today that the Gophers will have a new quarterback next year. We talked about this last week, and we mentioned a name, and that was Max Brosmer, the quarterback from New Hampshire. Yeah, okay. So we got him. He's He is coming. Okay. Calic Manis, gone. Already. Left the team already. And do we know where he went? No, he hasn't signed anywhere yet. Wow. But, but the Gophers were the he first. He just got on a bus? The first on team. On a Greyhound and left town, huh? He did, yeah. First team to sign a quarterback um, was the Gophers. Okay. They identified their guy. They went and got him. Didn't shoot too high. One website had him as the eighth best quarterback available in the portal. I think ESPN had him at like 12th or something. Okay. So he's going to be fine. I think he'll be an upgrade. I yeah. think he'll look like a more professional player, but who knows? He's never played at this level. But he was doing some damage on a at on, New Hampshire. On what were some of he those teams? He was playing like Stony Brook and like Maine, and he yeah, was yeah, like that's right. We throwing them all over them. Air yeah, half raid. of them were golf courses. That's yeah. right. Yeah, they were not schools; they were golf courses. So yeah, this is good news. I do think. Um, I do like that the Gophers are in the transfer portal. It feels like they didn't do a lot of that before. They did something. They did something. But the weirdest it. thing is, Calic Manis is gone, but not really, mm. because. Kaliak Manis, Ethan, Ethan Kaliak Manis, Nathan. decided he's going to leave. Then the backup quarterback Cole Kramer is getting married, I believe, and like going on vacation with his 
like new during wife or something like during the bowl game. Oh. <laughs> so he is not going to play. Okay. He's the backup. And Calic Manis is gone. So, so that really leaves us fun. with another quarterback, I believe, who is in the transfer portal who left. And then that leaves us with two other guys, one that I have never heard of and one that was a preferred walk-on name, um, Max Chickenjansky, who Ooh. is a true freshman. Dude, put Still- him in. From Stillwater. Give him the start. So this is like your fourth and fifth string quarterbacks fighting to play in a bowl game. So what <laughs> happened? P.J. Fleck went over to Kelly Manis's, uh apartment yeah. and begged him to play. And Kelly McManus said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so no he's way. leaving. He's leaving the team. He's already announced it. He's gone yeah. for next year. But he but didn't he get on that bus. talked him into coming back and playing in the bowl game because who knows why. Uh, I don't want to know what was said what in that mess. conversation. What a mess. But that is hilarious. So we get one more eighth in performance. Yeah. Can't wait. Wow. I like that. Yeah. That's so- hilarious. Gone, kind of. Gone, but not yet forgotten. We will. We will forget this I can't season. wait. Um, and then the college playoff drama. Yeah. So Florida didn't make Florida it. Florida State, yeah. Florida State didn't make it, even though they were like perfect. <laughs> and what was up with that? They so, just need more teams in there? Or are they still at six? I mean, the college football, it's at four. The college football oh. playoff is so stupid. It's not at six yet? No. It's going to be at... I think 12 next year. Oh shit. I think it's going from four to 12. Okay. And so it's just, it's a joke. They're like, Hey, um, we have no way possible of figuring out who's the best. Um, so we're just going to have a committee of people who's going to get together. And then they're just going to subjectively pick who they would like to see. (laughs) Right. This is nuts. There is no other sport on earth that does it like this. And every year someone gets screwed and this is just absolutely a joke to me. This is a joke. It is. I think when it was designed, they were sort of like, well, fuck them. I mean, they, we, we just invented this anyways. So they're just lucky to be, any team is lucky to be here. Yeah. And now so, that it's been a few years, people are like, all right, dude, yeah, it's a gift. You did that for us. Okay, this cool. was the Can worst we, case like- scenario for, for the committee, though. Okay, why? So if Georgia would have won... I th- I don't know. I guess no. I, I they needed someone else to to lose, and okay. every team that one the other four teams they needed one to lose, and they all four won. So they all made it. So Michigan beat Iowa. Okay, they got the one seed. The two went to the Pac-12 in their final ever game. Champion, uh, future Big Ten team, Washington. All right, beating Oregon. Got it. To remain undefeated and that's win the pack. That's a big win, I'm sure. That's oh, yeah. Good, yeah. Two, like, top five teams. Yeah. So they had to get in. They got the two seed. Then you had three seed, Texas, won the Big 12, did have a loss this year, but beat the crap out of Alabama at Alabama. Huge win. Huge win. So they get in. And then Alabama, because they always and then it. And then Alabama beat number one, Georgia. And it was between Alabama, Georgia... Each of them had one loss, but Alabama beat them, and Florida State undefeated SEC or um, uh, ACC champion. Yeah, <coughs> so they were perfect. They just didn't perfect, play a hard enough schedule. Somehow. Perfect in a Power Five. They beat. They were two and zero against the SEC. <laughs> okay. They beat LSU, a good SEC team. Yeah. They beat everyone put in front of them, and they didn't make the playoff. They were the first so ever. So did they do like um, 
Georgia then? Georgia and or Alabama. Alabama made it. Okay, Alabama. So Alabama's made it. in. Georgia's going to play Florida State. Alabama gets in as the four. Uh, you might have seen the video of Michigan finding out that it was George, uh, that it was Alabama, and they were all groaning. Yeah, they were like, because they know they knew they knew it was a much harder game. Yeah, but to me, this was this was a screw job. Now, the one thing that they kind of made their point was that Florida State's quarterback, I think his last name is Travis, he like snapped his leg like two weeks ago. Okay. And so, so they kind of were like, can, if we put Florida State in, they won't be as good because their quarterback's out. And I get that. Yeah. But it's just like, what precedent did they set it. here? They were just like, win every game and win your Power 5 conference and nothing good will happen. Right. So now Florida State is going to play Georgia in a bowl game. you know. And this is what I would do if I was Georgia and Florida State. I'd get on the PR machine... And everywhere I could go and everything I could do and on every social media site all day long, I'd have everyone of my fans and everyone on the internet calling this the national championship game. And just, yeah. I'd say, we're one loss Georgia. We were undefeated until the last game. We have one loss in three years. We're the two-time defending champs. No one would want to play us. They'd probably be favored over anyone in the country still. So drum that up. And if I'm Florida State, that I does say, sound like the, the bowl game to watch. I said we're going to beat number one Georgia, and we are going to be the national champs. We're going to crown ourselves, and that's what I'd say. I'd be yeah. like, "This is the national championship game," and I'd get both teams to do it. I like that. That I bet you do hear a lot of that talk you coming will. up. And then, um, other than that, you have Alabama versus Michigan, and you have uh, Texas versus Washington. Okay, I think it's going to be Michigan versus Texas, and that's as classic of a game as. You could get and in you got it. You got to cheer for Michigan. You just got I would. To, I yeah, would. You yeah. got to cheer for Big Ten. Generally. Yeah, I usually cheer for the Big Ten in a lot as long as it's not Wisconsin. Yeah, fuck Wisconsin. We want them to be embarrassed. Yeah, I would rather the Big Ten never won a title again than Wisconsin won a title. Uh yeah, like just totally because I know because I know it won't be. I'd Gophers. almost rather like the Big Ten becomes one of those conferences that's like shrinking and slowly dying. Yeah, instead of then Wisconsin exponentially yeah. growing. Like because I know now. it's not like oh the Big Ten can never win a title again. Dang it, Gophers, they were going to win it next yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, we were this close, guys. <laughs> They're never going to win it again, and it's only going to be harder because, oh, I'm sorry, next year, the Big Ten, this was the year for the Gophers, and instead, next year, we add UCLA, USC, Washington, yeah, number right. two, and Oregon. Yeah. Good luck. Who's top five, you said? <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Yeah, it's over. If we were going to win the Big Ten, man, we should have done it in the 90s, baby. People in Minnesota hate college sports for a reason. Yeah. Because they know. They know how bad it is. It's rough out here for us. All right. Uh, time to move on to the NBA. Okay. The in-season tournament's going on right now. The They're going to be heading to um, the, the finals, or the semifinals and the finals through this weekend. Yep. There's a little break in the NBA because of this. My question to you is, did the in-season tournament work? Um. I don't think we'll really know until like the numbers come out from this week where they stopped. They paused other games. Yeah, because otherwise those games just had the same viewership they normally would have had. Maybe they got a boost a little bit. I doubt it. Um, But we'll see if more people are watching these games. I I mean, I just like having games on, you know, when the Wolves aren't playing. It's nice to have televised games because there would be fucking eight, eight games going on and none of them are televised sometimes. Uh, So I appreciate that. Um, We'll see what kind of viewership and how hard the teams play. 
in the championship game, right? That yeah, isn't playing for half a million season. a piece. Half a million a piece. That's a lot of money, even yeah. for the big contract guys. Yep. A lot of money for somebody that isn't even going to sniff the floor during that game. Absolutely. They all get it. Like, that's huge, right? So some of these guys who's that's going to double their, you know, their winnings for the year, that'll be fun. But are they going to play that hard knowing that it's that's the one game that doesn't count for their record? So I think they'll play harder in that than they would in the semis. Like I think yeah. the, I heard Halliburton, who was going to get his team to the finals. I think. Yeah, he just beat up the Celtics last He's night. He's so good. I think that I heard him say they were asking. I still take Ant over him, but yeah, it's oh, yeah. close. But they were saying they're asking Halliburton. They were like, you know, do you are you going to try hard? Does this tournament mean anything to you? He said, I've never won anything. Oh yeah. He's like, I've never won the title of anything. I've never won a big championship. He's like, I want to win this. Like this That's is important. Cool. That's awesome. And so I, I do I like think that. the guys like it now. I I think they could make it less complicated. There's nothing worse than something in sports that no one understands. That doesn't even understand. Yeah, I know that actually can happen sometimes in you know Champions League and stuff where it's like, well, no, they actually need to win by three, but we need to watch this other game at the same time because that if they win by two, then you know it's like, oh, dude, uh, I just have to watch the game and then you tell me at the end you know, if they're going to continue in the tournament or not, like that kind of sucks. Yeah. I would say that, um, the way that they can improve this, this is, this would be my strategy. Mm -hmm. I would want there to be a bracket instead. Okay. And I would want the first two days to be like the NCAA tournament. Like I would be totally trying to take the NCAA tournament spot and how they do things. And so I would be literally seeding the teams okay. through 32. And and I, do you do that according to their the their um finish from regular last year, season I think? from the previous year? Yes, yeah, so I okay. think like I think like the top few teams get a bye. And yep. then um you seed them and like you know with 30 teams it's a little funky. And you have all of the games take place in like different regions. Mm-hmm. So you don't just be like you play your division and you play your division. Yeah. Like you get random matchups and then they're all hosted in a couple different places. Yeah, different couple cities get it. So like every year four different cities get the first round and you're guaranteed two games or whatever it is and then that puts you into a bracket of 16. Okay. However it is and then the 16 teams just go in a bracket all the way down to the champion. All right. And I would say less is more. I don't need a ton of these games to count as my regular season. You could get eliminated after two games. Yeah, right. And that would be okay. And then it's just a bracket all the way down. And I would make the stakes higher. If you get to the championship game or whatever it is, like if you get to the final four, you guarantee yourself a spot in the play-in. The play-in, yes. I like that, yeah. So you're guaranteed at minimum the 10 seed. Mm Mm-hmm. If you get to the championship, you're guaranteed a top six seed. And if you win the championship, you're guaranteed a home playoff series. So then you're top four. Everyone would work their fucking asses off. That I mean, that would be huge. And I, I think that's fine. You know, I think that there'd be some purists that would complain about that. But there, you know, there can be more than one way to prove that you are a, a good and clutch team that can win a playoff game you know and winning a tournament like this for that spot is one of them so i i think it's a great idea they could up the stakes a little bit even if it's just you know hey the winner of the entire thing gets a guaranteed home you know home game and or home series 
and you know maybe you probably would have to do more like you said right i just think that that like if there's not stakes it's not going to feel important mm-hmm. and so i mean a lot of the teams 30 teams in the league and you know t- 20 of them make the playoffs it's not like we're giving something crazy away here yeah but like if you just said you know if you win the whole thing you guarantee yourself a home playoff series you know how hard these teams would go at yeah and and i think that maybe what you do is like all these games don't count towards the regular season. Not all of them are just maybe the first couple. Maybe or? like the first two do. And yeah. then that gets you into your round of 16 bracket. Yeah. Or your 16 team, you know, bracket. And then those ones don't count anymore. And then I would play them like all in the same week. Mm-hmm. Like this, you know, the one region plays this year in Chicago and one plays in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then you have half the teams in one, half the teams in other. And then they all meet up in Vegas for the championship. You know what I mean? Like they could easily make it into something that was really exciting. And I would be pushing to be like March Madness. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want. Yeah. I would say, let's take some of that steam that March Madness has. See, the nice thing about the bracket is everybody understands how to gamble on it. Yeah. And that's they, It makes me think that they're two teams short. Mm. That they just need to add two more teams. Because a 32-team bracket, they could easily do it yeah and they could easily do a double elimination 32 team bracket so the winners all go to the round of 16 or whatever and then they play again to the round of eight and then other teams have to go through the loser bracket to make it to the other round of other side of the round of eight you know what i mean okay or do it like champions league with 32 teams oh yeah you know so they play home and home with four different uh you know four different um, I mean, they kind of did eight, the group play, but yeah, yeah, they did the group play, but no one understood what was happening. No, no, not really. I was like, "Are we in or are we out?" We were mm-hmm. like on a group chat, like didn't understand where the wolves stood. We were, I'm like, "They're three and one. Are they gonna make it?" Or? <laughs> and then they like they win the game, but we didn't win it by Enough. 35 points or something. And we I, needed I, to, and, I don't know that yeah. that's healthy for the league. That they're I, like no, that was teams weird. are trying to like pump in points late and like blowouts and, and stuff. No, like, yeah, nobody. Likes I didn't to need that. I I think like. I think if they, if I were them, I would be heavily looking at expansion though. Yeah. Because I think this in season stuff, and like the other thing is, is like the Champions League, everyone likes it. Like if you're a soccer fan, the Champions League is really fun. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. It's all these teams in it. I think that what I would do is I'd play like the Champions League. The Champions League is played over the whole year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have to do it all by the beginning of December. Like, They'll do the Champions group play, six games, and those could be all regular season games. Home and home, six games. They could, they could all count as your regular season games, and they're in randomly drawn groups. Yeah. Then the top two teams of those, the winner is the one seed, the loser is the two seed. There's eight one seeds, eight two seeds. Those teams are then randomly drawn against another team opposite of them, and then there's a random draw all the way to the championship. Yeah. Let's do that. That'd be great. Come on, NBA. Yeah, that'd be good. Higher than Nordy's podcast. We could take care of it. And I do think that there'll be changes. I think they're going to do it again. And there'll be changes and it'll be better because that's what the NBA does. They're yeah. not stuck in their ways. They're willing to be like, oh, that didn't work. Let's try this. You know those guys. And it's great. And you the fans those... are used to it. It's like part of the culture is that the game changes. I like that. You know those guys who are like on SNL now and they do all like the like shorts? Yeah, those guys are pretty fun. They have a new movie out. Oh, really? Which, yeah, I haven't talked about it yet. Maybe on the other one. Okay, but you know those guys? Yeah. I think we good. should be those guys for the NBA. Okay. We're just there to make the product better and give them good ideas. God, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. Well, they're listening. So yes. Maybe we'll get that job. Got that, Adam? <laughs> sure did. Fucking All right. Nice um, brought to looking motherfucker. 
other good news, Chris Finch won Coach of the Month. He did. Deserved, because we won, like, I don't know. I don't think, I, I guess a, a Minnesota team in its history has never had a better record than they've had in uh, in November. We won, like, 13 games and lost one or two or something. So, yeah, we, uh, we're we loving the Wolves right now, man. They're good. And they've been winning, even without our guy Ant. He's had a, a hip bruise not a big deal he'll be back should be back this week probably this week against the lowly uh spurs which is a game that we weren't even gonna get we're gonna have to play one of these hard teams that's been winning you know yeah maybe the you know whether it's the pelicans or somebody even better so we're happy with that um you know web and yama is great but they're a really bad team so that that's cool we like that and maybe we get mcdaniels back like when is he i don't hear much about it like wasn't he a big deal starter? Why aren't people like worried about that? Because we're winning? I don't know, but I want to see what our team can do. I feel like we have an amazing record. We still have the number one defense this deep into the season, which means maybe we just go the whole year. And um, we're not even really hitting our stride yet. There's still like just like obvious things in our game that we can improve, like mostly offensive efficiency stuff and turnovers. We get that figured out, dude. So Jaden's not even practicing with the team yet. I mean, he, he sprained his ankle on November 20th he's at the games, like watching yeah, with he's, the team. He's cleared to for individual practice right now. Jesus Christ. Boo. What the fuck happened to him? This, guy back. this is the second ankle, ankle injury of the year. That, that worries me. That worries me too. Yeah. Growing too fast. I know growing a little too fast he's growing a little fast yeah that's true he did grow like two inches so maybe his ankles need to catch up yeah um they need to get women yama's ankle guy yeah or like and foot guy yeah foot guy yeah foot guy yeah i know like that's Rex ryan yeah need a, he, he'll, he's your foot guy i was gonna say that that i need a foot guy but then i realized i really hate feet so yeah you don't want to not a foot not a foot person no whatever's in there dude just keep him in those fucking slippers all right <laughs> All right, um, and then finally, got some weird shade from uh, the least likable guy in the league, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Coming at Ant for no reason. Yeah, he sucks. God, is he sucks. I just don't know if there's many less or many athletes that are less likable than Kevin Durant. And there's like few that are get... more likable than Ant. So like, you know, where I don't understand. This? I don't understand Durant. It's like Durant is the guy. He's like almost uh, Elon Musk on he Twitter. He is. Oh, like that's they perfect. both have the least likable tweets of all time. And but but he they both think that everybody likes them. Yeah. And they think that the things they're doing is are, are cool. But in reality, they're just like douchebags. They're like, dude, the internet is just a bunch of trolls. It's like, well, it is trolls. It's also people that. Yeah are expressing their opinion that you suck. Yeah. Yeah, he like tried to be like, I'll never fucking wear Ant's ugly ass shoe, those motherfuckers. And then Adidas responded back to him like, whatever, you dusty, you're about to fucking retire anyways or something. <laughs> that was awesome. I, yeah, I just, I don't understand. I think that that's weird. Um, I did see uh, uh, an interview with like a NBA player, former player. I wish I, I this is a really bad story mm-hmm. for me here, mm-hmm. but... Some sounds some, like you're committed. So someone let's... in the know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> someone in the know, and they said uh, they were asking who the best player in the league was, and they said Anthony Edwards. Yeah. 
Did you see that too? I did see that. Yeah. Maybe you know who it was. No, I don't know. No, who it we was. both don't know who it was. Some yeah. guy, some random guy, thinks Anthony Edwards <laughs> is the best player in the league. Now, now I <laughs> now don't. Now my source. <laughs> I don't. I don't. My think source he's, is some random guy. I don't think he's the best, but I do no. think that the fact that just like there is like this buzz about him as a player, I think everyone can see how special this guy is. Mm-hmm. I think that his defense is so much better than I was expecting it to be. I know. I mean, he looks like, in his prime, he looks like in his MVP season, which he will have, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I just hope it's with the Wolves. Yeah. But he will <laughs> He will have an MVP season. In his MVP season, he will be on the all-defensive team as well. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy he is. He is a two-way just scoring like your guy guard who I think has it all. Yeah, he does. And, you know, even watching his game, it's so glaring where he can get better too. You know, it's obvious. It's like stop turning the ball over and choose your shots a little better. And boom, you're like, and maybe look for a couple more assists. You know, he does throw it out, but yeah, dude, he's awesome. The, the, the team is just so much fun. Yeah. We have, I think now officially the best record in the league right now. Best record. Kind of go NBA. back and forth between with Boston, but we're up cause they lost. So yeah. Love so, it. I mean, that's kind of where we have to stop for today. I mean, I, I didn't you know, really want to. We should. I, I was going to mention one thing about, like, what it means for a team that has the best defense in the league. Okay. Just historically what this okay. means. I like this. Over the past 30 seasons. So, we have a pretty good sample size. Um, the, the NBA's number one defense goes 100% make the playoffs. Yeah. 87% win a playoff series. Okay. 68% make the conference finals. That's impressive. 35% make the NBA finals. Uh-huh. And 23% win the NBA championship. So where we currently are, we have a 23% Fuck. chance of winning the title. That's what I think you're, we're saying. <laughs> that, I mean, we've historically. Never, we've never had that chance is, at the we've title. We've always had a 2% chance to win the title, didn't have which a, is realistically, we know damn well at zero. We didn't have a 23% chance at the title when we were in the the <laughs> NBA or the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. Right, right. I mean, yeah. we might have had a twenty three percent chance to get yeah, there. We might have had a ten percent chance to beat Shaq and Kobe that year. Like, right. this is probably the greatest odds we've had if it's based on that stat. And yeah. I I love that. I think that that is something exciting and something that feels like Finch has really done a great job with this. Yep. Yep. And, and like we we said both of us said earlier in the season we said Finch is on the warm seat. Like he's going to have to prove it now. Sure. He's got this big roster, he's got all these star players. He's gonna there's there's no excuses. We do need to see some winning, They've right? Gotta we need win. to see some consistency. Got to win or he's gone. And I think so far he has been unreal. I think he's been so good as a coach. I think yep. he's getting almost everything right. And you know, I, I just think that he deserves some real credit for the development of the team as a defensive team. Absolutely. And, That's and, all him. And figuring out the towns. Because last year when we got Gobert, he couldn't even play defense. No. The Towns-Gobert thing was an absolute train wreck last year. Yeah. And even in the first week in, or two of the season this year, we were like... We need Uh-oh. to get rid of Towns. Yeah, yeah. They figured it out now. Now they can play together. And they, now Towns they play is playing well decent on defense. Oh yeah, I know. He's even trying. Like they, there's a real culture of being stoppers, and I think like that is really exciting this year. And so it it feels like 
the team went from being a fun team to a professional team. I like that. And that is where you start to contend. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So Love it. All right, well, that's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Tune into our screencast. We have so many great things to tell you guys and teach you guys about all kinds of shows you should be watching, a bunch of hot wrecks, a lot of fun news. Um, and that, yeah. Otherwise, thanks for hanging out with your best friends here uh, at the Nordies Podcast. <laughs>